Brothers movie. Baby's first. Well, it wasn't their first one. Though. No, but it was our first That's Coen true. Brothers movie. I'm pretty sure, right? It would have been. I think so, yeah. And like that meant nothing to us at no, the time when it we didn't saw mean this. anything. It, it was, was just, just because a good these movie. were the days when Nicolas Cage was really cute. Yeah, with his crooked <laughs> teeth. And we've got Kim, aka Nathan, aka Hi, aka Ed, aka Glenn, aka Gail Jr. here with us. And now she little Doom Jr. Little Doom Jr. She's got another name. We're not going to give her up. We're going to keep her. Let's get the business out of the way. Why don't you hit him with a quick biz? Follow us on Instagram at Doom Generation Pod and on Twitter at Doom Gem Pod for sweet, sweet movie scene photo edits. Join our Patreon at the low, low price of two or four dollars per month at <laughs> patreon.com forward slash Doom Generation <laughs> per month. Per month. Not like, not like every, every day. day. Come on, like two dollars a like month, a week, a four dollars a month. We're begging you. We're begging you, please. <laughs> we please need to stop. feed our children. <laughs> Could you yeah, right? We're just oh, fuck, two dollars a month. Almost Sally Struthers this shit. Oh, For just word. two dollars a month, you can support a couple of podcasts. That's right. Um, mm. Call us at seven zero two seven two zero Doom. Leave us a message. Ask us a question. Talk some shit. Whatever you want. Uh, follow, like, subscribe, rate, review, share with your friends, please. Share, babies. And once again, this episode is ad-free thanks to Moss Fun TV. Thank them by watching on Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, or download on Apple and Android devices. Go to MossFunTV.com or call 1-844-4MOSSFUN for more info. And, and now- we're done. No. Business concluded. <laughs> you have to do the music every time there's a lull. <laughs> so yeah, I watched this movie so much as a kid. It was kind of a lot. I think it was on cable. It was another again, one of those ones. I'm raised by the television. Yep. Once we get into cable guy, we're gonna get deeper into this. That's right. We do. Yeah. We're <laughs> raised by the television. But yeah, so. I I loved it. I still love it. It holds up. Mm-hmm. I enjoy, I hadn't watched it in a long time, it but it definitely held it's up. It's been a really long time. So the cast. Yes. Uh, Holly Hunter. And I didn't know her from anything else. No, but the most favorite thing that she has ever done is the Positively True Adventures of the Alleged Texas Cheerleading Murdering Mom. I, I fucking love that movie. That. Oh, she's a beast. If you guys haven't seen that. Check it out. Do it. I had to buy it because I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, I was like, whatever. I'll take it to eBay. Mm-hmm. It was like an HBO movie. It yeah, so yeah. Good. It, was it was made for so cable good. or something. It was made for her. <laughs> this person that actually exists Is was like Holly, ma- Hunter. Holly Hunter was born to play 
this woman. Nice. But anyway, that was much later. So then we have Nicolas Cage. As H.I. McDonough. Hi. Or hi. Hi. And we would have known him maybe from Valley Girl and Peggy Sue Got Married. Both came out before this. Right. And And like I said, this is back when he was super cute. Yeah. And he was background on um, Mm. Fast Times. Yeah. He was also a Coppola. Yeah, as a Coppola. He's a Coppola. He was still a Coppola in Mm -hmm. Fast Times, I think. (laughs) Back in those days, he was still a Coppola. John Goodman is Gale, and we would have only known him as the coach in Revenge of the Nerds. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I... It's been a really long time. I that's remember seeing one. that one a lot. Same. That's going to be one that's going to be like, oh, that one's not going to hold no, up. No, not at all. I believe there's some date rape or worse. There's I'm, some. I'm not even. There's. I'm sure that all of those things are in that movie. Racism. Yeah, there's all, all kinds the, of stuff happening. All that good 80s stuff. It's going to be a hard one, which you wouldn't <laughs> think. You go, it's going to be. This is Revenge of the Nerds. It's going to get political. Weep. We're going <laughs> like, to weep. But yeah, the cry. I haven't watched that in so a very bad. long no, time. No, there's a reason. Um, we got William Forsyth as mm-hmm. Evil. Yeah, Evil. 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 Which we would have only known from Cloak and Dagger. Which yes. did you see? I sent you that thing. Oh I want God, that I new want set. So did you bad. see that? Cloak and Dagger. Oh. Is it a Blu-ray? Yeah, it's like the special edition, like little. And they've got like oh. an insert that looks like the video game mm. from the movie. And it's oh, so it's so good. cool looking. I want like it so Like I bad. told you, I wanted Dabney Coleman to be my dad. I love Dabney Coleman. I don't know why. It's awesome. It was just one of those things where it was like one of those 80s guys. He was I'm one like, of those know. dad guys. You it's didn't want Charles dad. Grodin to be your dad. <laughs> no. You did want Dabney Coleman yes, to be your dad. Yes, I couldn't. I couldn't. You're you scared why. of Charles Grodin, but you were like, Dabney Coleman seems yeah, like he'd be a laid back guy. Yeah, nice, especially from nine to five. It was all that bondage gear. I don't know what that. Oh, my God. Uh, Frances McDormand is Dot. I didn't know from anything. No. Sam McMurray is Glenn. Didn't know from Mm-mm. anything. And Randall Tex Cobb as Leonard Smalls. Didn't know him from anything. Mm-mm. So this movie shoots off like a rocket. <laughs> like a rocket. I hit play and sat down with my computer and yeah. immediately had to hit pause. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. It, it's just going. <laughs> it's it's just going. It's, there is no buildup. It's just going. Mm-hmm. And then it went. It, and there it go. <laughs> and so we are introduced to H.I. McDonough, but call mm. me high. Call me high. He's at the county lockup in Tempe. And he's getting his mugshot taken by Ed. Turn to the right. <laughs> she is tough as nails, but he says she's just a flower. Just a desert flower. Short for Edwina. Turn to the right. <laughs> yeah. She's all business. Show the tattoo. And he says, let me know how those come out. Yeah. And he walks away. <laughs> right. And like he talks about how prison life is very structured and it's like the same kind of camaraderie as baseball players on a peanut drive. What? A peanut. I assume he means pennant. But oh. on a peanut, peanut drive. I didn't even hear that. <laughs> it's kind of camaraderie. They got a lot of baseball players on a peanut drive. Peanut drive. Oh, I'm driving that peanut. <laughs> so he talks about the structure of prison life and the spirit of camaraderie between the prisoners. Right. <laughs> have that very large person. Trapped in the woman's body, they're doing oh, that yes. therapy. Oh yes, so they're at the <laughs> counselor, and this man, this big person, person, yes, is talking about feeling like he's trapped in a man's body. But when they ask why, it's those menstrual cramps, he gets them real, real bad. Hard. He gets them real hard. Like okay, like you should go to a doctor. You need to see somebody. Well, I mean, if they're in prison, it's not like they're going to get to see. This is as good as it's going to get. Right. I'm surprised they do this. That they had a counselor. Even. Right. Well, back when they used to feign that they were trying to reform people in well, jail. Well, that's true. It's never really and been And not just that. make money off, you know, keeping them there. <laughs> oh, boy. So he goes to the parole bard. And, <laughs> parole bard. 
parole you know, bard, the bard of parole man drive, the bard who sings songs about <laughs> jail. You, go to you the shall bar. be released <laughs> to your own recognizance. Yeah, the parole bard. Bring, bring, bring. And he's of course paroled. Because he's, he's white, of course. <laughs> well, that and the gun and he didn't was use an bullets, right? He didn't it was put like bullets on account in the gun. of you not actually being an armed robber, right? And no one ever got hurt, and you just keep doing it. And I love that he complains that Reagan made him do crimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remind like, you. Fuck the Reagans. But yeah, he says he's... I hear he's a decent man. I don't know. Maybe his advisors are confused. No. Nope. No. It was him. Cruelty was the point. Reagan made you do crime. It's real. <laughs> Reagan made you do crimes. Mm-hmm. All while Nancy was... Oh! So he robs another market, gets another mug shot from Ed. Right. And, and she is crying she's crying this time. And, oh, this cry... Her fiance left her. And we're going to see this ugly cry several <laughs> times through the movie. <laughs> with all her she puts her whole body into it. He ran yeah. off with a student cosmetologist. And that pisses high right the fuck off. Oh, he's a damn fool. He's going to fight him. Right? He could tell him I said that and I'll be waiting. So he goes back to jail. Mm-hmm. The familiar sights are almost comforting. That dude growls at him again. Yeah, and then it's where we see John Goodman and William Forsyth, Gail and Evel, mm-hmm. are there at the counseling session in the circle. Right, like most men your age are raising up a family and wouldn't accept prison as a substitute. Any men care to comment? Right. <laughs> like Gail's like, well, sometimes a career has to come before the family. Yeah. <laughs> And Evel's like, well, working's what's kept us happy all these years. Yeah, they're they're brothers, right? Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. And so the pro board has to release him again. No mm-hmm. live ammo. He says he never wants to hurt anybody. Right. He keeps telling her, like, prison's not the best place to think. And as he's trying to, that dude in the top, top bunk. The Sandman. Yeah. He was like, when there was no meat, we ate fowl. There was no fowl. We ate crawdads. There was no crawdads, we ate sand. You ate sand? We ate sand. <laughs> and then later he says something about the Sandman coming to take them. Right. I think he means sleep, but I'm just thinking the, of uh, the, sand the man, man above he, him is the Sandman. Maybe man. that's so what I, he meant. I think it's both. Mr. Sandman. Yes. <laughs> he robs another shortstop, mm-hmm. locks himself out of his car. Oh, God. He's not a very good He's robber. not good at this. He gets caught every damn time. Every time. Goes back to jail. And that's where you see the Woody Woodpecker tattoo. He's got right, a, and yeah, there's no show the tattoo. It doesn't say it means anything. Mm-hmm. It never says it means anything, but it will come up again later. Yeah, but not really, kind of. It kinda, doesn't kinda, come up, really, come up, but sort of. But it does. We're going to bring it up. We'll bring it up. So Ed <laughs> fingerprints him, and he puts his hand on hers and slips a little ring on her finger. And yeah, don't worry, I paid for it. <laughs> and he goes back to jail, and yes. now he doesn't like jail because right, he misses now Ed. Now jail is doing his job. Now he feels the pain of imprisonment. Of imprisonment. And so he decides, he goes before the parole board again. He's a repeat offender. We're what is called recidivism. recidivism. A repeat offender. There you go. And um, so then this time they let him go. And then he walks straight in, a free man on his knees. And proposes to Ed. And he's like, hey, Kurt, the guy she's currently booking. And so she marries him just based on the three times she booked him into jail and that he asked it seemed they like spent there was like no a, time together. It seemed like it was more than three times, but like the three times. But they that's spoke how to she knows other. him is just from booking yeah. him into jail. Yeah, and no she other way. She just knows him from jail. But she gonna marry him. Yeah, I mean he cute. I, but well, she knows his record. She knows he's not like a violent true, rapist and like child murderer. True, true, true. So I mean, you know. So they take get the there. Good, you take the bad. You take them both, and there you have facts of life. Oh, facts of life. There's a time you gotta go. Okay, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. We're not giving uh, 
<laughs> fucking Alan Thicke's estate any money. He wrote that one. You guys yeah, know that Alan right. Thicke wrote the Alan Facts Thicke of Life theme? Fact. He I think Growing couple, Pains, a couple, um, different strokes. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Which now I can't think of the theme for that. Oh, fuck. What is the theme for? Di- what is it? Which one? Different strokes. No. Oh, the Growing Pains one? I always yeah. get that one mixed up with uh, what's the other family ties? That one I've watched more recently. <laughs> that yeah. one was Shanana. Oh, bu- 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 yeah. So. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we just gave Alan Thicke's estate so much money. <laughs> we're like, we're not giving him no money. Let's and sing every song like, he's ever made. Do an Alan Thicke fucking medley. <laughs> yep. Now let's sing all Robin Thicke songs. <laughs> Wait, put your finger in my butthole for <laughs> blurred lines. <laughs> you know I want it. <laughs> I know she want it. Uh, so they get married. They get their starter home. Talking about fucking reindeer. They get their starter home. Hi and Ed. I almost said hey and hey and I. I don't know what the fuck. He and I. Hey and I. Hi and Ed. Her pa staked them a little homestead, which is just a trailer, fucking nowhere, Tempe. He gets a job drilling holes in sheet metal. Yeah, at Hudsucker Industries. Hudsucker Industries yeah. Tessa spotted. I did not notice that. I didn't spot it. Actually, that's not true. Don't oh, it's that's not notes. true. Don't lie on me. <laughs> I read it. Okay. And even though I knew that, I and I, <laughs> I saw it on the internet, I did not see it with so my own eyes. I read it with my own eyes. I see it with my little eye. So he says it's like prison with paychecks and Ed waiting at home, which of course, y'all, that's jobs, right? Right. She's at least waiting at home every day and at the end of the week, a paycheck. But that's the salad days. Oh, that's right. And he's fucking stressing me out, watering the dirt with the socks and the flip flops. Like it's going to get <laughs> so sock is going to get wet. And you're. Oh. <laughs> She's knitting away. She wants a baby. Mm-hmm. They got too much love and beauty for just <clears throat> the two of them. That's right. And every day they keep a child out of this world is a day they might regret living, which no. no nope. No, nope. You're good. No idea. So then they just start fucking all the time. Right. They do it on days that they're not fertile, just to be sure. Uh-huh. And I love this picture of them watching the sunset. Like, yeah, it's like, a I don't know, it's just a pretty scene. And she wallpapers the wall with like fucking baby photos. Oh, which, yeah. What did right. she do Calm over down. that? Yeah. That's all. Calm down. Yeah, she got the baby fever. Yeah, she does. She does. So one day she comes home from work a hot fucking mess oh, and we get this got ugly crying on and she's like, hi, I'm barren. And so they, do, they go to the doctor's office. She's sobbing. Mm-hmm. He's explaining with a big old smile on his face. Right. Yeah. The doctor like, look. Nothing works in here. Her, she looks as fertile as a Tennessee valley, but her uterus was a rocky place where his seed will find no, no purchase. purchase. <laughs> they tried adoption, but he has a criminal history, so I are declined. Right, and even though she's a twice-decorated officer, they figured that would cancel it out, but no, it does nope. not. Uh, the pizzazz goes out of their lives. She lost mm-hmm. all interest in criminal justice and housekeeping. And yes, and then she turned in her badge. She's very depressed. Yes. 
High catches himself driving past convenience stores, not on his way home. And then one day, the Mm. biggest news ever. The Arizona Quints were born. Five babies born to Florence and Nathan, Arizona, the (laughs) owner of unpainted Arizona furniture stores. The largest selection of unpainted furniture in the state. Which I've never heard anything advertised as unpainted furniture. Mrs. Arizona took fertility pills and hit the jackpot. And now, is it just me, or this couple's clearly over 50, right? Oh, yeah. And them again, I was going to say, when they show them later, they're like the Maitlands sitting there at 9 o'clock at night with, like, a belt. Yeah. And the updo and the jewelry. Yeah. 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 So, more than you can handle, laughs Dad, it says in the paper. Right. And so Hyde says, y'all without sin can cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. They felt it unfair that others should have so much and we should have so few. But with the benefit of hindsight, maybe it wasn't such a hot idea. Right. And then we see High and Ed strapping a very large ladder to the station wagon. And then title credits. Finally. I know. 11 minutes in. So they've met, they've married, they've planned to kidnap a child before mm-hmm. the title credits. Right. And then we have the yodeling again. Y'all want me to do it again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gives me Mars attacks, too. It just gives me everything. They used that kind all, of music. All the things. So the Arizonas are at home, and this is the... And, like, so they're all over 50. They're all, mm-hmm. like, buttoned up at night times. Yeah. And this woman had five babies how long ago? Uh, Months ago. But it's that trim figure. <laughs> Trim. She might weigh 108. You know what? She's. <laughs> she got them bird bones. She could be 108. But she's this woman, pinchy. this old pinched she's woman, got just it had folded. five babies. She's got it folded. Oh, shit. It's all like just real loose. It didn't snap back because how could it? Oh, well, how could it? That's she's why 50. she's got the belt on. Because if not, she's just like. If she let that go, of her. it would drop down the front of her skirt. Or that's where it is. She's built it above. Oh, that's the... what. No, you'd see it on that chair. She was sitting there. That's why she was sitting there with her knees slightly apart. Because <laughs> the belly <laughs> had to there. accommodate. It had to sit rest. Oh man, she had to fold it. She put the belt over it. So Mr. Arizona is on the phone with work, yelling at somebody. Well, let's. She had enough money to have it hacked off. They just that's pulled true. it real tight and that's hacked true. it off and sewed her up. And High is already upstairs stealing a baby or trying to steal a baby. Right. It's, uh, what is it, Wednesday, April 12th at precisely 8.45 in the p.m. And, like, I would have waited later. Well, they it's also, like, late. they look. They're, like, looking up at the ceiling. Like, they're wide awake. Yeah. Oh, no. And the pa- Oh, yeah. The parents they are, like, they fully something? hear it. Well, and then he hears a baby cry and he goes, it sounds like Larry. Like, you can tell. And it is, in fact, Larry. Like, it's actually a pretty good dad. He can yeah. spot which of the five of them. It's impressive. Right. Or he got lucky. And then the, you look at this bedroom and like these kids are, I mean, they got the life. That's, oh, yeah. That room is, I mean, besides the fact well, they, they made all five of them share a fucking single crib. They had to paint the crib first because it was unpainted. <laughs> all that furniture was. It was all unpainted furniture. Yep. And so they're in their giant crib and High mm-hmm. is there trying to choose one. And for whatever reason... He starts taking babies out of the crib. Right. Why? Just Why are you doing look this? Look at him. Grab one and go. And yeah. It like, doesn't matter I think which. he was picking him up to see like how they reacted to him maybe. I like cuz like if they cuz that first one he picked up got squirmy and crying. Right. So he I think like, maybe oh, no. he put him down thinking, Not that one. Yeah, not that not one. Larry. But why did you take them all out? I, 
You took them all out of the damn car. Well, no, the one jumped out That's on his back. True. Fell out on him and, yeah. and whatever. But so, yeah. yeah, I guess so. But yeah, he he's got himself to... in a real Three Stooges situation here. <laughs> he's in a real bind. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it's like all havoc. The one starts crawling out. And then dad finally suggests maybe, maybe you, you should, should go, go check, check on them. They're making a lot of thumping noise yeah, for like, think? what are they supposed to be? Not even like maybe a year. Not even a year. I mean, they, she keeps saying toddlers. She keeps saying toddler, no, but they're not, not walking. Toddler, no, so because in fact, months, one of these months? there was fifteen babies total that played the quince, and one of them got fired because they learned to walk. Uh, and like the oh mom, no, we can't have a walking the mom, baby. I guess it it was red. I didn't. I don't. I wasn't there. But I guess the mom tried putting their baby shoes on backwards. To stop it from walking so that they wouldn't get fired. Shit. And I mean, it's not like you're fired for being a shitty baby. Right. It's just, we just no, need, we need this smaller baby not babies. to walk. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Babies so, yeah. will do what babies do. Don't put their shoes on backwards. That's fucked up. Yeah, I'll take your check and go. So, yeah, he's got babies everywhere. One in the closet, one under yeah. the bed, one going out the door, coming down the oh, hall, man. almost about to hit the stairs. He swoops up to right Woo! as Mrs. Arizona is coming up the stairs. Yep. And he, like, runs out empty-handed, and she comes in, and all the babies are just sitting there. Yep. Just fine. Mm-hmm. And she's like, where's the baby? Where's the baby? Where's the baby? And he's like, come on. They started crying. They were all over me. It was kind of horrifying. <laughs> she was in. like, yeah, he said it was babies kind of cry. Horrifying. I'm not leaving without a baby. Don't come back here without a baby. Yeah, don't you come back here without a baby. So he peeks through the window and sees Mrs. Arizona comforting the babies. Yes. And he's making little faces at one. Making yes, smile. that's right. And again, that her hair <laughs> is all quaffed. Mm-hmm. She got them pin curls and a chignon. I mean, they do seem like good parents, but they yeah. the way they look, you don't think they're going to be good parents. So I can see how you looked at them in the paper and went, these fucking assholes don't Jesus. need my babies. Come on. These rich people, they could give a They could give, us they a, could give a hoot. And it made sense as a kid. You were like, yeah, yeah. you have five. Why not? I mean, you can't have any. Remember those Just toys? Remember those toys? They were like the little dollies and it would come with up to five babies. Oh. The quants. I do. Or no, it was five babies. It was like the five babies. No, that but was there was something quince. also. Maybe it was. Maybe was it wasn't babies. Maybe babies. it was a puppy. There was but the, there yeah, was something that was like it would come like puppy. But surprise there was something some that was shit. a surprise Kitten amount. Surprise. Yes, yes. The, yep. And it was like, oh, I only you got might one. just get one, and you could get up to five. Something yeah. like that. Oh man, I think the best I saw anybody get was like two. I don't even remember if I ever had any or not. I didn't get one. I wanted I one I so did. bad. I wanted to unzip it and give birth. <laughs> I don't remember having any dolls that gave birth. I don't think mm, I did. Doesn't sound familiar. No. I had I the baby alive, so. which pooped. I had a weird doll. It was very it was very much like a Chucky doll. It was called Baby Heather. That sounds familiar. And it was like really heavy and it was like robotic and it would be like a baby. And then it would grow to be a toddler, like it would. You're like, blowing my mind right now. What? Yeah, no. It How was does like it a, grow? It, well, not like grow, but it would like start off like as a like, woo, woo, and it would cry. Oh, and then it and then talking? it would like talk. I thought you meant like it physically. No, started no, to not anything like that. It was just like toddler. This huge, I'm like, what? It was like a Chucky sized doll. That sounds familiar. Baby and it was Heather. heavy as fuck. No, because no, it was cause... like it was heavy. It was like a robot doll. And it was like, um, but it would go off in the middle of the night because it was like the 80s. It was right around the time 
you'd have child's play. Ugh. So to have this thing cry in the middle of the night, it was weird. And then my brother used to like carry it because he was littler than me. Uh-huh. He would carry it around by its I head like until its it. head popped off. And then it had like all these wires that was connecting oh, the head. No. Oh, it was twisted. Oh no, that sounds horrifying. That it sounds was twisted. Super I feel like I wanted one. Baby Heather. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, this looks familiar. I think I wanted one and my dad, uh, my deadbeat dad instead got me like um, like a Kmart hollow plastic version of baby Heather that didn't oh. have any robotics whatsoever. It, it was just a big, noise. it was just a big ass doll. Big dolly. Like a two foot or three I would have rather doll. had that. I'd trade you. That yeah, shit mine was didn't give me nightmares fuck. though. Yeah. Yeah, no, it didn't work very well. It was like a burgeoning little AI toy. <laughs> It Weird. is. It was. I'm right. kind of glad its head popped off. <laughs> I didn't have to have it anymore. Back to the real babies. That's right. So he gets a kid. He shows up to the car. Which one? I don't know. Nathan I Jr. Think I think this one's Nathan Jr. And he brought the instructions. Yeah, the, the Dr. Dr. Spock, Spock child care manual. Mm-hmm. And she is so excited. Oh, she's he like, we did so the right beautiful. thing. He's so beautiful. Don't you cuss around him. Yeah. He's fine. We are doing the right thing, aren't we? Right. And it's like, well, there's what's right and what's right. Never Never the the twain twain shall meet. meet. Whatever that means, right? Won't his mama be upset? Uh, Well, she even though she's got more than she can handle. She has four more. Yeah. There's almost as good as this one. I love him so much. I know you do. I know you do. She says it twice. Hunter. Yes. Holly Hunter. She goes hoard. Every time. She bring it to you every I don't know why you're gagging. <laughs> so at home, they have a welcome sign for this child right, can't he read. He makes them wait outside. He's mm-hmm. like, hold on. He's got to go in there and start playing home on the range. And puts his Playboys away. Yeah, he looks at it first. He's like, yeah. hold on. Oh, wait, one more glance. Before I throw it under the mattress. Puts I thought on I that... it away. No. No. Puts on that Fisher Price record player. Yes. And says, oh. bring him in. Yes, it's time. This is it. Mm-hmm. Feast your eyes about, old boys. <laughs> yeah, this is where we eat. This is the divan. She tells him again, don't you cuss around him. Oh, he don't know a cuss word from Shinola. And now Hi wants to hold him too. And the way he holds this baby is like he has <laughs> never been around a baby ever in his life. I was worried for a second that and he the was baby drop seems this fine baby. about it, but the baby it has is to fine, be uncomfortable. Sure. Like, why is this man holding me like I'm um, a fucking piece of shit? Like right. he's all like out from his body. Like, Here. baby probably stinks. I don't know. He's a little outlaw. Yeah, he's a scandal, isn't he? Got that no, he's a good eye. boy. He's a good boy. Ain't too good. You could tell by that twinkle in his uh-huh. eye. Like, well, we better get him to bed. Oh, he but Hi wants a picture. He wants to preserve the moment now. Ed's starting to get a little nervous. I'm getting a little nervous. It's a big responsibility. Mm-hmm. We've never done anything like this. I want you to be here and home with the family. I want everything to be decent and normal from here on out. So he hits the timer on the camera, runs in for the <laughs> he photo. He's telling her, like, it's about to look pop. At, it's about the, to pop. Look, at, like, the camera. look at the camera. Look at the camera. <laughs> yeah. And like, no, they get a photo of him looking very anxious. It's all awkward. Her looking at him. And mm-hmm. I think the baby was maybe looking at the camera. No, I don't think the baby was looking at the camera. I think he was looking up at them or, <laughs> or something. something. Yeah. And then uh, back at the prison. Outside the prison in the rain and mud. Uh-huh. This head comes through the muck screaming. Gail is birthed from the mud. Yes. And like 
he's screaming like a woman in labor, but he's being birthed. Right. So it's a weird from mother. And he screams into the night. Ah! And he reaches his arm down into the hole and, and pulls up brother out by the legs. And it's like it. Well, because he does. I feel like there's a thing later. Because isn't John Goodman in a bunch of Coen yeah? Brothers he's in a bunch movies? of Coen Brothers movies. It gives me a lot of. I think it's just the yodeling and all the country ass country. But that oh brother, where art thou? That's another really mm. good movie. And I have a num- note about that later. We'll get there in a little bit, but I'll mention it then. So they, yeah. they get to this gas station bathroom and fill their hair with pomade. Like this is so <laughs> much pomade. This was my note. It was like, yeah. what is with them in pomade? Yeah, because they did that. Oh, brother, brother, where are thou? thou. That was the thing. It was the very next note. And so they're filthy and caked in mud, but yes. they got to get their hair styled. Right. They got to get their do right. They steal a station wagon from the pump and head out. Straight to High and Ed's. So baby is asleep at home. Mm-hmm. High and Ed fell asleep sitting up next to the crib. Right. They bang on the door like the damn Open police. Open up. It's the police, which you're convicts. Like I know. escaped convicts coming like, to an ex-con's house. Why in the fuck is that the well, way you knock on the door Well, because already Ed, who is not an ex-convict, is ready to go full Ruby Ridge on this situation. Oh, yeah. They, like, ain't fun, they ain't finna split up the family. Right? They ain't splitting up the I'd family. I'd like to see him try. Right? He's like, got his gun. He's yeah, putting like, bullets in it yeah, for the first he loads time. Yeah, the gun. That's right. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's just Gail and Eval Snokes. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's what their last name is. Kind of late for visitors, isn't it? Right. It's 2 a.m. But they just got out of the joint. We got to show them some hospitality. A hospitality. And they immediately zero in on this baby. Oh, it looks like you've been up to the devil's business. <laughs> you got a him or a her? It's a him. We just call him Junior. Yeah, Junior. JR, like the TV show. <laughs> And then Gail sees the welcome sign, like, well, where's he been? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, within Tempe or Phoenix They gave, or like, multiple like, stories, yeah. My parents, and like, oh, I thought your parents were dead. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And what's that smell? Yeah. Oh, we tunneled out and hit the main sewer line. So they're not even no, hiding that not. they broke She's out like, of jail. So you busted out of jail. No, we released <laughs> ourselves on our own recognizance. And Re- she says, it's a recognizance. <laughs> And then Gail says again, that baby's cute. He's a little outlaw. A little you can tell. Outlaw, <laughs> yep. And he high tries to tell her what's up. She's like, no, no don't you honey you me. Right. You can't stay here. We're a decent family now and they got to go. You can catch up for a while and then be on your way. Right. And she's like, he's like, who wears pants around here? You could, she'd be kept on a short leash there, huh? Yeah. She'd get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. This is your wife. Right? Are you going to fuck me, Gail? Right. Gail, are she you going to fuck lot. me? She, she fucked me all the time. Like, I got a baby now. Right? You like, can I'll go. Just, uh, no <laughs> one's going to even miss you. I can shoot you, put you out back. Right? She goes to bed and High comes in and sits the end. And she's like, Are they still here? Yeah, just yeah, a day just, or two. Yeah, she's like, Right. Really? Nah. They're fugitives, High. Right. We can't have them here. We got to have a little charity. She promises, though, tonight and tomorrow tops. Right. But no. go to sleep and he has this dream. Mm-hmm. Well, like a nightmare or something of the lone biker of the apocalypse. Fire, flame. Giving me Ghost Rider that Nicolas Cage played uh-huh. later on. Yep. All the powers of hell at his mm-hmm. command. And, and he has these little burnt baby shoes on his belt, which yes. I guess are his. I'm assuming that they were his. But like, I'm not going to get into know. all that. But There's how is like this whole... grown man that was like an orphan sold on the black market still have his fucking baby shoes through all the places he's probably been? I don't know. Maybe Unlikely. it's a black market thing. 
They look like cabbage patch shoes. They, they do. Even look like baby yeah, they shoes. do They're fully like look like patch spray shoes. painted black cabbage patch shoes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and he's throwing grenades at bunnies on the oh, roadside. He's, he's hard, a real on hard ass. Things. Yeah, it leaves a scorched earth mm-hmm. in his wake, and he fears that he might have unleashed him on himself. Was it a dream or a vision? Mm, and then he imagines the fury release when Mrs. Arizona finds little Nathan missing. And, you, and then we see Mrs. Arizona screaming at the crib side. Mm-hmm. And High wakes up to Ed singing to the baby. And now what was she singing? Because That was a weird little at lovely a certain song. Point, I know about there someone was getting some murdered. I meant about to look people that getting up. murdered. And I was like, what the fuck? I was she like, huh? say a little girl got murdered? Because it was kind of nice and then whatever. And then I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I got. I meant to look it up and I didn't. And it was another one of those. I we should have done some more research mm-hmm. on this. But Cohen Brothers, just like in mm-hmm. Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? It gave me a Down by the River, I right? Pray. That one, you <laughs> yeah. know, like it was. It it's had just that one kind of, those of a, old Appalachian tune from out in the hall. You sing a song to your baby about little children right, getting killed. Why not? Because why it not? It keeps them out of trouble. Mm-hmm. What's what happens when you go down by the well? Fuck around. So there's a press conference on TV with the Arizonas. Mm-hmm. Mr. Arizona has sent the wife and other kids out of town mm-hmm. until not they figure out where, where Nathan Jr. Until is. Until they yeah. could be a nuclear family. But it's still again. business as usual at an unpainted right? Arizona. He's like, <laughs> the song was called Down in the Willow Garden. Oh. It was called Down, down in the, the Willow Garden. Yeah, down in the Willow Garden. It's, it's entitled after the murder victim. Oh, Rose Conley is not spelled. Is there two ends or one? Uh, one, two. Oh, oh. okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was counting them. <laughs> well, I was just making sure. And so yeah, so he's like, oh, but business as usual, and then like right? and he like, had. The police, yeah, the sheriff, mm-hmm. the FBI, These assholes. And like possibly the CHP at a certain point I saw like every branch of law Mm -hmm. enforcement was there within hours. It must be nice to be fucking rich. But they ain't doing shit. But dirtying up his house. They got their feet on the fucking unpainted Hey, the only time the cops came into my house, it was because they raided it. But it was (laughs) they were shitty to our house. They but that's because but they're own. supposed to be there to solve a fucking crime. Right. Like it's a baby has been kidnapped. And then he says that the baby was in his jammies, sir. Yeah. None of them babies had jammies no. on. No, they did not. And he said they had Yodas and shit on them. They had nothing on them. They were in diapers. Nothing. Mm. They have no mm. leads. He asked, like, do you have any disgruntled employees? Like, yeah, they all are. I run no daisy farm. My motto is do it my way or watch your butt. Mm. Sounds like a joyous job at the old unpainted furniture store. Do you think it could be an employee? Don't make me laugh. They don't do anything without my say so. Or don't that yeah, without my yeah, say so they wouldn't like, like piss themselves if their pants were on fire. Like, fuck this guy. Yeah. And so he does not realize his kids were not in jammies, whatever. He's, right. He gets fingerprinted to rule out his prints, and he leaves fingerprint ink <sighs> on fucking everything. Yeah, it is $500 camel hair coat. So he loses his mind at the mm. cops. Do, go do your fucking job. Yeah. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. Then we see the cops finding the hole in the ground from Gal and Neville, which this is when, like, this looks like the CHP. Those helmets are Chips helmets they're wearing. Remember the show Chips? Oh, that would be the only reason I know. Was one of them Eric Estrada? That would have been amazing. But, like, why would the California Highway Patrol be searching for escape? I mean, I can see why they'd be searching the road for escape prisoners, I guess. But, Mm. like, where's the prison people? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. 
maybe. And then the apocalypse no, biker yeah, rolls up. So we yes. find out he's a real guy. Yeah, the lone rider comes on the scene where the boys escaped in the big hole. And he doesn't say shit to nobody. He just rolls up, right. looks at the hole, rolls and away. What is his fucking problem with rabbits? I, did he do something to a rabbit again? He like shot another rabbit. Or shot at. And these fucking boots, they're trimmed with pubes. It grosses me the fuck out. Merkin boots. Merkin boots. They're so... It's like, he's so gross. There was a long time where I wouldn't Those watch teeth. westerns because everybody was all grimy gross. Like, yeah. I can't... Oh, and his teeth. He's just nasty, and there's pubes on his boots. It looks uh. like... It's looked like when you take a shower, and it's like all the hair <laughs> that collects... When you wash your hair and you have to like wipe it up, that's what his boots are trimmed with. It's disgusting. Oh, maybe. A drain clog. Yep. And he goes straight from the hole to the bathroom of the yes. gas station, sees their pomade can. Mm-hmm. So he's on the tail. He gets a good whiff and then off he goes. And then Gail and Evel are eating cereal all gross. Disgustingly. Back. Disgusting. And they go, why aren't you breastfeeding? Sir. I, sir. Excuse me. You're clearly capable Get out of my fucking Find house. your own Get business. Get the fuck out. Oh, we weren't breastfed. That's what's wrong with us. Get out of my fucking house. That's what the counselor tells us. What? And she's like, you need to go. We're yeah. having some decent friends yes. over. And he's like, what she means is... For your own protection. For your own protection. So, you know, whatever. Like, and In fact, he might miss the whole thing, too. I'm just going to go out with these guys. Oh, my God. that look. If Luke could kill. No, you're not. She don't say a word, and he's like, actually, Actually, maybe that's not a swell idea. Right. So many social engagements. So little time, says Gail. So then Glenn and Dot are their respectable friends that come over. These people show up, and I'm immediately exhausted. Why? I want to see that baby. She starts screaming about this, like, oh, he's asleep. (gasps) He is the angel from heaven. He is an angel from heaven. Well, you're going to send him to state. You're going to send him to Arizona oh State. God. Are and you getting the deep tea shot? Well, Are no. you getting the... We see that they've got like five fucking asshole oh, kids God, on the car. Oh, God. These kids are beating, beating the, the car immediately. Oh. Destroying the house. Need a beer, right Glenn? fart on the wall. Does the Pope wear a funny hat? <laughs> and Glenn and his Pollock jokes that are I not know. funny. He's Do you like, remember how much as it? a kid people told Pollock? Polish yes. Jokes? Yes. Like, do you could you even identify a Polish person? No. Would you know if somebody was of Polish heritage? No. No. Would never. It? Why would it even come up? Mm-mm. Like, I don't. Are Polish people dumb? I don't know. I don't know. But that's what I, they told I'm, us when we were kids. This guy's pretty dumb. I don't the, know. Well, and I'm gonna guess he at least thinks he's not Polish. Right, but, but I he's bet real you he dumb. Finds out later on that he is. That'd be hilarious. So yeah, telling his offensive jokes. Like fucking kid shoots uh, high in the crotch with the water gun. Oh God, this fucking... Mr. McDonough peed his pants. I would rather give myself a nose job with a hammer than spend the afternoon with these people. Oh my God, they're so bad. I can't. Like, I would just leave. Like, nope, I'm not... These are not respectable people. I'll get rid of my dipshit friends, but you get rid of them. How about we each... Yeah. We're you, both on a mission. We you both get rid never of see Dot these people Glenn, again. Yep. I'll get rid of Gail and Evel, and we will just move on with our lives. And these people are nosy as fuck, just like oh Gail and Yvette about, where, how'd you get this baby so fast? Right? Like, shh. Why are you... No, get, but that's, up, 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 that's up, not polite. Mind your fucking business. Because he talks about, he's like, remember when I had that problem with my sperms? He and says they it told multiple it times. And why years. do they want more kids? Right? You have so many kids. Well, because they get too big to cuddle. 
That's what he says. She says, "Is they get too big to cuddle?" So not, not fucking. I mean, yes, they do, but that's a weird man who we'll find no, out later is even are, weirder. So it's got a gross connotation. This whole to thing it. is fucking weird. So yeah, he tells them that they told him it would be five years before they had a healthy white baby. And we're not going to talk about what he said was available at no, the time. No, because it's offensive. Terrible, but you can imagine. Because that's what they want. We'll adopt your baby oh, to yeah. eat. They, yes. They'll only give you... A, that's all these guys want is a mm-hmm. white, healthy baby. Yes. And guess what? Little Amber with her prom pregnancy <laughs> did not carry it to term so that she could hand it over to you. No, and she's going to chuck it at the dumpster. She's going to chuck it she's in the She's going to flush it down the toilet. She's going to try. This isn't the movie Juno. No. This is that movie about the prom night dumpster. Baby. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is On topical. Lifetime. It's topical, y'all. It's topical. It's ripped yep. from the headlines. And so ripped. they go outside and Dot is making some delicious mustard, French's mustard sandwiches. Because mm. that appears to be all that goes on these sandwiches is copious amounts of French's <laughs> mustard. I mean, I'll eat it. I love me some I'll, like squish that mustard on white gooey bread? white bread together on with that the fucking mus- Wonder Bread. Who gets stuck to the roof of your mouth? That's childhood oh, right there, baby. That's childish. Put some <laughs> put some Oscar Mayer bologna with a craft uh, cheese I don't want slice. that. You can keep That's that. But I'll childhood. take the cheese slice. Cheese slice. Cheese slice. She turned into Sean Connery. <laughs> I'll take the cheese slice. And then I might smack you around a little yeah. bit. Yes, I'm not saying that the bologna and craft is delicious. I'm just saying that is what, when I was Ugh. in elementary school, it was either peanut butter and jelly Ugh. or it was the Oscar Mayer and craft slice with mm. best foods mayo on one side mm. and French's mustard on the other. Just mustard, please. I do like mustard with bologna, though. Oh, God, I can't with the bologna. It leaves that film. I haven't. I eat it like maybe once every three years, so that's mm. why I think I can say I still like it. Is because I just I eat haven't it for had nostalgia's it sake. Kid, like, but oh. I can't imagine trying it now and going, "Ooh, yeah." Take I me miss- back to the lunchroom. Oh no, I'm not ever when I try it like, "Ooh, delicious!" I oh, miss this. I'm I love like, this baloney. I just go mm, lunchroom, and then I'm like, "That's all I needed." Nope, I just, I just needed, needed a one bite. little memory of. Lunchroom. But I will eat just a mustard sandwich on some white bread with mustard's a good cheese slice. I'll have that. All kinds of mustard. Mm, all kinds of mustard. So anyway, mustard sandwiches. <laughs> yes. And she's telling her about all these vaccines kids mm-hmm. need. The kids a are throwing tip. food at high. High is looking overwhelmed. Right. Like you have the bank account. <laughs> He's still life carrying insurance. that one shoe. Oh, that's right. That it's one like, like w- rattan shoe. What the fuck yeah, is that shoe? It looks that, like, like a white wicker, wicker shoe. It's a white, white wicker shoe. White wicker. Glenn's still trying to tell terrible racist jokes and High looks like he's about to lose his mind. <laughs> it was like there's glasses shattering. Like, don't cut yourself, Mordecai. He asked Glenn, are you satisfied? Do you ever feel oh, suffocated? Yeah. Like it's pressing down on you. And he's like, yeah. And then I told Dot to lose some weight. Oh, <laughs> but she don't want to listen. Oh, oh. No, I know that feeling. Mm. Um, So. So, uh. I was thinking maybe uh, broaden your mind a little bit. Yeah, you know, because I was talking to Dot. She thinks she's real cute. And what do you think about Dot? She's a Hellcat. Yeah, I know. He's like, yeah, she looks like she could be a Hellcat. It's like I know it's not by looking at her, but she's right. a Hellcat, and she thinks you're cute, mm-hmm. and I think Ed's cute. And he immediately, he's when like, Glenn's like, asking? I think Ed's cute. He's like, excuse me, what? And well, we're swingers. We, you know, to swing, wife swap. <laughs> 
Oh, and then and he, he knocks him punches the fuck him out right well, in knocks, the face. Yeah, he doesn't knock him out, but he knocks him down. Mm-hmm. And Glenn takes off running. You're crazy and runs Keep right through the tree. Goddamn hands off my wife. And so, like, Hyde didn't break his nose. The tree broke his nose. Yeah, he ran to whatever that was. He just wasn't watching where the fuck he That's was going. That's your fault. It's your fault. So Hi and Ed and Junior are driving back at night. Which, where were they driving from? I, because I thought did they take they them to the hospital? Because they were home. That's what I thought. They must have gone to the hospital. So, yeah, they're talking because they're talking about he broke his nose Mm -hmm. and he's like, his his kids thought it was funny. Right. And he was like, oh, well, that's just great. And he doesn't tell her. She's like, what possessed you? And he doesn't tell her. He just says he was provoking me. Right. And she was like, well, that was your foreman. So he's probably going to fire you now. And he's like, well, yeah, I expect he will. So they pull up to the store and Hi says, Junior needs huggies. I'll be out directly. Mind you, stay strapped in. Mm-hmm. He goes in with a nylon on his head and pulls out his gun. <laughs> and the clerk immediately hits the alarm. And this fucking clerk. Oh, my, oh God. my God. This weird gray toothed albino. He had, he had braces. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why them teeth gray? Tessa needs to get her prescription checked. I was watching it on my phone. Oh, that okay. That so explains it. That explains that because I was First watching it all. on the big TV. So no, yeah, it's I was. Racist. I, was <laughs> I guess that makes sense, but that doesn't explain the albinoism. Uh, yeah, he was pale as hell. So <laughs> he's robbing the joint, and she sees him. That son of a bitch. Yes, and she comes out. Ooh, like, she son bails. Of a bitch. Yeah, she's yelling at him. She gets in the driver's seat and takes mm-hmm. off, leaves him, and he runs out as the cops are racing up. Right, and he and turns around and the hauling ass. Has a dirty, hairy gun. And, okay, there's so many things wrong with this part. Number one, the cops mm-hmm. got there in 30 to 60 well, seconds. what the fuck else are they doing? It's like out in the middle of nowhere. Nothing's happening. And hauled happening. ass. I know, it caught air. It was like Blues yes. Brothers. Then you got this 16-year-old, maybe 18-year-old cashier. Albino cashier. Who comes out with this with fucking dirty, teeth. hairy gun. Like, what do you care? They He's don't take it out of your hand- check. Right? And the cops are so eager to shoot him. One falls There's, out the window as they approach. I know. They fall out of the car. They're having like this foot chase and a car chase. And, and they're shooting running. without having any no. idea what's happening. Even Mm-mm. though the only one shooting when they approach is the cashier. Yes. They allow him to keep shooting. Mm-hmm. And they get back in their car and pursue. And the right. one is still sitting out the window. Yeah. Shooting at this car that they don't even know who's in it. Mm-hmm. Because they're just going to shoot him. Yeah, so they're shooting at him. Oh I'm my god! Surprised. And it's I'm and not then surprised. yeah. yeah. So we do that again. He drops the diapers running. Mm-hmm. Um, he tries to pick them up, but they shoot at the diapers. Yes. He hops a fence, and this dog comes from the shadows. Oh, that lunges, but he's Ooh. chained up, just too short to make contact. And he jumps the next fence right as the dog breaks that chain. Yes. And then Ed hears the gunfire. She's like, hold on, Junior. We're going to go pick up Daddy. Daddy. And then flips that bitch in the middle of the street. High gets run over by a truck. Yes. And like before she can get to be like, son, you got got a a panty panty on your your head. head. Just drive fast. Right. And so the other dogs join in with this Like All the neighborhood dogs follow this Doberman. Ed catches up to them. And the clerk is now in the middle of the road. Uh, drawn down yes, and shooting like, at run the after them. Like the store is left un. Yeah, it's everyone's robbing now. the store right now. No one's idiot. there. You fucking good guy. 
He's a good guy. And the truck almost rams into the cops. Hyde turns the wheel. <laughs> and then Ed's like, hang on, Nathan. We're going to take a shortcut. And the baby covers his eyes I with know, his little like, hoodie. Oh. And the truck almost hits a house. Right. They stop just in time. And Hyde flies through the broken windshield because the cashier has shot out the fucking right. window. They like almost hit the house. He stopped short. High flies onto the lawn. And then through the house... They're running. Yes, we get a chase through the house. Mm-hmm. And there's an unpainted Arizona and ad in the The run t- through the house. The cops are shooting at the yes! front door of the house. They're shooting uh-huh. at him in the house of yes. these people. They go into the supermarket and they're shooting. And like, what's up, Uvalde PD? Isn't this Arizona? <laughs> is that Arizona? That's in Texas. Oh, Texas. What the fuck? But like, this is, they get their this lessons from this video. Tempe. Right? They took it's the like, Tempe raising Arizona training video. Fucking Benny Hill cops. Like what the fuck? It's pretty terrible. And then he goes in the grocery store, and the grocery store starts blasting. The manager starts fucking pulls out a shotgun. Butcher, or the butcher maybe? Yeah, yeah. Somebody who works there. Again, I was like, oh, he had to stop and take the two slugs out of yep. the thing. I was like, oh, this explains it. But then he manages to shoot off several rounds. So now I still don't understand. And, like, again, people shooting in a store full of innocent people. The right. cops are shooting. Mm-hmm. This guy, the butcher, whoever's shooting. Whoever. There's a woman that's screaming by with her cart and curlers yes. and knocks the cop. And then, like, a high runs out the back. Ed swoops him up. And he's all, thanks, honey. And she clocks him. <laughs> yes. She punches him right in the face. What if me and the baby had been picked up? She won't live this way. It ain't ar- armed robbery if the gun ain't loaded. Right. And then he sees the diapers they dropped earlier. And he swoops them up, too. Yep. And uh, so we're back at the homestead. Gail and Evel are still there. And so many cans of Budweiser. Uh, just a mess. Like, and they're you, just, yeah, making a dicks. huge mess, watching TV. Ed comes in and's like, you're leaving tomorrow. You gotta go. You're I gotta, gotta take the baby into town for some shots. And when I get back, you better be gone. He's like, oh, you need that detap. Mm. I know fucking Evel knows all about it (laughs) right so she takes the baby to bed and high sits down with them and apologizes Mm -hmm. Gail says it seems pretty clear what the situation is here right I wouldn't be surprised if the friction wasn't financial Mm -hmm. and so he says yep I lost my job today Mm -hmm. so they invite him on this bank score they're gonna rob a hayseed bank right but the last Friday of every quarter it's got more money in it than flies at a barbecue and they know this because someone from Nixon's administration was in jail with them So this is going to be the beginning of a spree for them, and they're going to keep going until they're caught or they can retire. Right, and they're going to cover the whole Southwest proper. And he's like, well, that's kind of you to offer, but it'd be kind of cowardly for me to up right. and leave Ed. And Gail's like, he's like, would it, though? You're not being true to your nature, and, and you're not doing, doing her any good. good. Yeah, just sitting around here. So we see a little flash of the lone biker. Which I had forgotten about until mm-hmm. he showed up. I was like, oh, I had forgotten about right? him. Then High's writing Ed a letter at the kitchen table asking her for forgiveness and understanding and mm-hmm. saying he's going to leave. He'll never be the man she wants him to be, the husband and father they deserve. And so you see, like, all the characters asleep and the mm-hmm. writer writing through the night. Right, and we see that there's a $25,000 reward for Nathan Jr. And when he signs the letter, he signs it, you're loving Herbert. 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 Yeah, I'd go by High, too, I yep. guess, if my, my name, name was Herbert. Herbert. 
Herbert. And the biker pulls up overlooking their little domicile. Yes. Starts a fire and camps out against his bike, just watching them he, live, I guess. Right. I and then, like, is this where he shows up at the furniture Next store? morning, he walks into unpainted Arizona. Right. And he puts his disgusting pube boots. Get your nasty <laughs> pussy boots off my desk, Leonard. And Nathan is like, not, he's not having No, he's, he's like, like I'll handle you? this. Like, why? Well, you probably took him. And he's like, you got flies. And Nathan's like, I doubt it. This place is climate controlled. All the windows are sealed. Right. And doesn't he like snatch one right out of the air? So he introduces himself. Oh. oh. He introduces himself he introduces as Leonard himself. Smalls. <laughs> Says, and, my friends call me Lenny, but I have no friends. Is he, isn't that the name of like the... Lenny from Mice and Men. I feel like I read that that that's the name of Lenny. Oh, is that from, why like, they Leonard Smalls is Lenny from Mice and Men? Oh, okay. He just wants some rabbits. So he tells him he's not a customer. He's a man hunter. Right. But he does hunt babies on occasion. And the cops won't find your boy. You want to find find your butt if it had a bell on it. You want to find an outlaw? You call an outlaw. If you want to find a Dunkin' Donuts, you, you call, call a, a cop. cop. Ah, go Lenny. <laughs> go. Go Lanny. So, <laughs> Nathan tells him there's a $25,000 reward in it. So if you can find him, claim it. And Leonard's like, well, we got to no, talk no, about no, market no. price. Right. He's like, actually. <laughs> like, you're offering twenty five k but. The people that I know. Will give me more. Will give me way more. In fact, I fetched about $30,000 back on the black market when I was a baby. But thems was $1954. So for fifty k, I'll track him find him and that's when he snatches the fly out of thin air out of his face and and i'll kick their butts at no extra charge and he was like i'll find the boy regardless and if yeah what if i don't pay the market will the market will Mm -hmm. nathan says you're an evil man this is a screw job white baby and he picks (laughs) up the phone to call the police and leonard's gone like the wind So high is asleep at the kitchen table. He forgot to leave in the middle of the night, I guess. <laughs> right. And now this part I don't get. So she was supposed to leave to take the baby That's somewhere. That's what I wrote. So where the fuck she go and leave the I baby? I don't know why and she, she left, left the, the baby, baby with Gel in a veil. 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 Pipette. Come on. <laughs> but like what? He was passed out at the kitchen table. You left the baby with them? You hate them. I don't know so anyway he wakes up and they are all home alone with the baby and she's gone and they're like she's gonna be home soon right and they're woken up or not woken up then there's a knock at the door and it's fucking glenn it's fucking glenn showing up talking all kinds of shit in a neck brace yeah talking some bad shit you're in a whole shitload of trouble i know that baby's nathan jr Mm -hmm. but he's not just gonna turn him in Mm -mm. no i want the baby they want want a sixth baby she wants them to cuddle Oh, Dot will be around tomorrow to pick him up. Yeah, you got till tonight to like break, break the news. It. To... Wow. Either that or you go to jail. Wow. And I'll be sending you my doctor bill. This is some baby business. So he baby turns around business. and sees the blinds move and realizes mm-hmm. that Gail and Evel heard all of this. It's and like, he walks fuck. in and sees. This is where I'm like, he comes <laughs> in and there's like a physical change to him, like where his one eye is squinting mm-hmm. and twitching. One hands all curled up, and it's like because he just knows he knows that they're like gonna coming. do some shit. Well, that was another thing about the uh, his hair. I guess Nicolas Cage loved his hair in this movie, and I guess like the bigger the danger, the higher his okay. hair gets. Like his I hair gets the more angry. frantic he got. Well, that too, yeah, that too. But like he gets his hair goes all Super Saiyan. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> 
And so he heads in and gets jumped like fucking mm-hmm. immediately by right. his old buddies who want this baby now for themselves. Exactly. They're going to take this baby and they're they, going to they're going to get the ransom. They're going to get the reward. And so fucking this fight I know. Full on again, like hardcore, destroys yes. everything in the house, throws him through a wall. Yes. And but Avell with the baby. I know. He's like, he takes him in the bathroom and together. hides him and covers his ears so he can't hear the fight. It's very sweet. Oh, it's, it's very, very sweet. cute. And so they take the baby and the car seat. They leave Hyde tied up to a chair. Right. And they go back for the, yeah, for the Dr. Spock. Yes. And then on the way, they pass by Ed and she says, Good. Ugh. But once she hears about how the baby's gone. Right. So then Gail and Avelle are singing to the baby driving away. She passes him. Right. He's like, she comes home, finds him. He's like, don't worry about it. And she's like silent. No. Like she's yeah. broken already. Mm-hmm. He's loading up all his guns and is like, let's go get Nathan Jr. Right. And then meanwhile in the car, Jr. has pooped himself. But he yes. smiled at Avelle. He smiled And he at gives me. him a little squeeze. Oh, he's falling in love he's already. so cute. So they stop to get diapers, mm-hmm. and Gail's running around playing like airplane with him in yeah, the parking lot like, in his car seat. And like a valance, so these blow balloons blow up into funny shapes. Like no, not less round. Round is funny. funny. And so they go to leave. Well, he robs the like, store. Well, the clerk is wrapping it up, and then he robs him anyway. And then they take off with the baby on the roof of the car like it's a coffee. Because of this movie, uh, yes, I was always yes extra. Extra I would sure never not to leave the baby on the roof of the car I or in the even street. Put the baby on. The I don't top think I ever the put car. the baby no. on the top of the car, but like Mm-mm. I was always there was always that thought that, that putting the baby in the car if you anyway. had to set him down at all and oh, yeah. like down on the mm-hmm. sidewalk or something. You're like, oh god, yeah, like don't let me forget that I'm carrying around this baby. So they get in, take off, and they're like, "Where's Junior?" And they yeah. both look up at the roof like. <laughs> And then he slams the brakes, which, like, if you thought the baby was on the roof. Uh, Right? What the fuck did you slam on the brakes, Gail? He panicked. Oh. He panicked. But he's not up there. No. So they scream the whole way back to the store. Oh, no! And so they get him. And the cashier had just stood up. So he told them to count yes, for 10 minutes, but right. they might be back in five. Right. To make sure how you're counting. And he's like, oh, screw it. And he gets up and, and sees him hauling ass down the road. And he lays back down and starts counting again. And they break just at the baby again. Oh. So risky. I know. Well, it was filmed in reverse. I mean, like, yeah, obviously well, yeah. they didn't do it, but that's how they did it was they filmed that in reverse of them, like backing away from. But even still, I would be so paranoid that it wasn't actually in reverse. Uh-huh. Like, like, I'm not hitting the gas pedal. Mm-mm. I won't do it. And then Avell wants a promise that they're never going to leave the baby. Yes, Gail we never we can't ever leave the baby. Now he's, he's Gail, Gail Jr. Uh, what is it with this baby? This little angel face baby. Everyone he's an angel from heaven. That's right. Oh, that was the other thing because I wrote down all this shit that uh, Francis McDormand and Holly Hunter were roommates at the Yale School I feel like of Drama I knew in 1982. That they were friends or something. Yeah, that they were roommates. Right. Roomies. That seems right. Could you imagine the chitter chatter in that room between betwixt wow. the two of them? The no, the accents in that room. I don't I even know what their them. real accents are. I just know I they think both Holly have done Hunter a bunch just of sounds like that. Wacky accents. I mean, maybe not quite as tight, tight as Ed is, but pretty close. So when we flash to Ed driving in her cop uniform, looking dead behind the eyes. Oh, she is. Nope. 
High's in the passenger seat trying mm-hmm. to apologize, and she's like, nope, I don't want to feel better. I don't, I don't care, care about, about me. me. I don't care about us. I just want this baby. Right. It doesn't. If we don't get him back, I'm not going to go on living. And even if we get him back, I don't want to go, go on, on living, living with, with you. you. Yeah. I still love you. I don't blame you. This whole thing's crazy. It was my right. idea. So I just. But she's finally realized, wow, we fucking kidnapped a child. Right. We kidnapped a child. She's finally come to her senses. And now that child that we kidnapped has been kidnapped, but not really kidnapped. Right. Being returned. Yes. So the lone biker walks out from the sunset, walks into their mm-hmm. house, sees it's destroyed. Right. Sees the ad for the bank and takes mm-hmm. off. He knows where to go. So at the bank. Yes. Would they go? They're going to like go in and rob this bank. What are we going to do with the baby? We're going to leave him here. In the car? What if we get shot and killed and he's not discovered for hours? hours. He's a very responsible parent. So they take the baby with them in his car seat to rob the bank. He's not such a smart and responsible parent. So they tell him to freeze and get on the ground. We're like, well, what should we do? Freeze or get on the ground? Because you told us to freeze, then I'd have to get on the ground, which means I'm not freezing. (laughs) But if I like freeze then that means i can't just get, get on, on the ground, ground. Just get on the ground and, and then freeze. freeze freeze once you're there shit where'd all the tellers go we're on the ground <laughs> sir <laughs> and the cops are already you can hear the sirens already in the distance fill this bag and mm-hmm. they fill the bag with money and one of those pressurized ink bomb things right and then of course they take off and forget the baby again and they're driving and the fucking ink thing explodes and they can't see anything. Mm-hmm. And then they almost run right into High and Ed. And they they break and Ed and High come open the doors. No Where's baby. Where's the baby? And they take the Spock book and head back to the bank. And Evel is worried sick about the baby. Don't right. leave us. He's Don't our baby too. Right. And they leave them behind. And the baby again is in On the, the road. road. And then sirens, shooting sounds, mm-hmm. explosion and High sees him. Right. And his eyes getting squinty again. They rush to beat the rider to the baby, but he's blown up the cops and he swoops up Ooh, the baby carrier. Snatches him. And fires him. Shoots out their windshield right. as he drives past. Turns around, comes back, shoots out the back window. Right. There's a, a grenade. grenade. They get out just in time. Fucking car explodes. Mm, and then he roars like oh! Jaws. <laughs> That's going to be the thing anytime anything <laughs> roars now. He roars like Jaws. It Jaws the revenge. And he turns around and comes back and almost runs over High, but High grabs onto the pedal and is oh, dragged God. across the gravel. Why did he do that? Oh, the biker steps on his hand. He lets go. Mm-hmm. And he confronts Ed. Give me that baby. Oh, she is I not playing with I want that baby, Warhog from hell. She is not fucking around. She walks right up and mm-hmm. takes that baby. He pulls out some throwing knives or some shit and High pulls the gun. Mm-hmm. And he shoots the knife out of his hand. And then the, he knifes his gun hand. <laughs> he knifes his gun hand and then he guns his knife <laughs> hand. That's right. It's exactly what happened. And then Ed has the baby. She runs into the bank. He Everyone's still laying down. Along. Yeah. The biker rides his motorcycle through after her. Right after he squeezes high. Yes. He tra- <sighs> like, or no, wait, that's after oh, this, that actually. Is that, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, no, that's right. And so the biker runs in after her. She goes down an alley. Mm-hmm. High's waiting with the board. And, and he sm- knocks him off the bike. And yep. then he tells her to run along. And then he gets the throwing knife in the board. Oh, and he gets kicked with them pube boots. And that chain weapon thing oh. that he whips around and gets the board <laughs> from them. <laughs> then he grabs him, headbutts him, and punches him. High spits his, his tooth, tooth in his yes. face. Yes, And then he fucking... 
Or no, first he crawls under the truck and he pulls him oh, out by his feet and then right. he just starts hugging him to death. Oh, that's gross. Like you can hear his bones starting to like Oh, he, like just he had needs, fractured ribs he after needs that. A wipe down like he probably smells so bad. And that's where you see for just a second I didn't see this. This dirty biker has the Woody Woodpecker tattoo that High has. Huh. And there's like a moment of where High looks like he notices it. And I thought, oh, are they going to show, hmm. like, is that his brother or his dad? Or they came right. from the same place? Whatever, like, what's the but symbol? No. But it never says. Hmm. And then you see that he's got the pin to the grenade. Right. And he Blows explodes up. everywhere. Right. He Body parts, smoking pussy boots. His pussy boots hit the floor. His pussy baby booties hit the floor. <laughs> yes. uh, uh. The baby booties hit the ground. Right, and so they take baby back to the house, and they put him back in the crib, and they're caught by Nathan Senior. Mm-hmm. And he wants to know what the fuck. Yeah, get away from there. What the fuck is going on here? And like, but he sees the baby's fine. Right, and he was like, "Oh, they saved him." And then are you in with the biker? Right, and they're like, "No, we were saving him from the biker." And they're like, "Hey, in a reward situation, there's usually no questions asked." And then Ed says, "Like, we don't want the reward. We didn't bring him back for the money." And he tries to offer them home furnishing right. credits. Right, he was like, "I would rather just." And not, he didn't even say free furniture. He no, said a he line said, of credit. Yeah. So what, they have to pay it back? Probably. So you could have 25K cash or you can owe me $25,000 for saving my baby? Yeah. A line of credit. Which is funny. I don't know. Did I mention it on here? Did I mention it outside about Glenn, how he played the... No, you mentioned it outside, Furniture salesman. That was kind of weird and Drop Dead Gorgeous. And there's a I wonder if he based that guy on this. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, I was in that movie. I'm going to be Nathan, Arizona. I'm going to be Nathan, Arizona, but worse. And so he realizes, though... When he sees them, like, because she's like, can we just look at him one more time? Right. And he, like, leaves them in there with this yeah, baby. Yeah, well, he sees, he can just tell. I mean, I guess, but, like, still. And they explain they can't have babies of their own. Like, he didn't even want to pick up his baby. No, he didn't pick him up, hold him, nothing. He just he smiled left him and with their, his kidnappers. waved and left him with his kidnappers. Okay, okay, all right. So they explain they can't have one of their own. And he's like, well, you just got to keep trying and hope medical science catches up with you like us. Caught up with us. With a vengeance. Uh, yeah, with a vengeance. And he's like, even if you ever do, you still got each other. Oh, well, those are kind words, but I think we're splitting up. (sighs) Well, ma'am, I don't know much, but I do know human beings. You brought back my boy, so you must have your good points, too. Right. So they get a little, okay, thoughtful. And then he says, you can go the way you came in. Yeah. Back out the windows with you. And before you do another foolish thing like busting up, I suggest you sleep on it at least one night. At least one night. So that night, High has a dream. Yes, and he was light as ether. A floating spirit mm-hmm. visiting things to come. And Gail and Evel return to the prison back in the hole they crawled out of. He sees the Arizona family years mm-hmm. later on Christmas morning. Opening a present from a kindly couple. Glenn getting pulled over by the cops trying to still tell people about this kidnapped baby that has now been returned. And then he tells one off-color joke too many. Watching Nathan Jr. progress from afar, taking pride in his accomplishments like he was their own. Mm -hmm. And he's a quarterback. In a gold fucking lettered football thing. I guess it's a dream. It's a dream. It's fine. Right? Right. (laughs) A heavenly quarterback. Yeah. 
heavenly quarterback, Teen Angel. And then he sees further than he ever saw before mm-hmm. to he and Ed old together, An being old visited couple. by their children and grandchildren. And, grandchildren. and still in this shitty trailer on yes. this shitty brown couch. It's their And house. I never talked about that couch. Oh, yeah. We didn't have that couch, but you had, you knew somebody oh, with this yeah, everybody couch, right? Knew somebody that everybody that knew that somebody couch. with yeah. that couch. And that this scene right here, though, where all the kids are visiting mm-hmm. that dining room, that is like, you guys, the brownness of the 80s. The palette was is captured. Yep. Perfect. Mm-hmm. The paneling. The either the orange or brown, brown and always some paneling that was fake wood. Steam. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Everybody's yeah. smoking inside. Mm-hmm. It's all captured in this yep. film. It's all there for you. And these, the one thing, though, that I kind of covet, I don't know if it's hideous or beautiful. I covet it. Did you notice these plastic, clear, brown-tinted dining chairs? Oh, no. I'm going to have to go back and look because you know. They're like something you would find at the hologram house. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I ain't never seen no, like, coffee-colored, clear, lucite chairs before. I know. I'm like, I don't know if I hate it or I love it. Like, were they coffee colored before or were they clear? No, it seemed like they they were like they were meant to be. They weren't just nicotine stained. No. And then what is the very last thing where he says, I don't know, maybe it was Utah. Oh, because he's like, I dreamt about like, maybe we'll go somewhere where you can always be happy or something like that. Maybe maybe Utah. Okay, But yeah. And that's, you know, like I said, all it doomed us to do was love the Coen brothers. Right. Nicolas Cage. Of course. And Holly Hunter. And Holly Hunter. And John Goodman. I mean, because I I love John Goodman and like everything. Yeah. I always wanted to marry me a Dan Connor. There you go. Before he like died but didn't die and then they won the lottery and then he cheated. That was awful what they did. That was such a weird storyline. Because he died died on on the show. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. He looks like he's doing great now. Yeah. So, uh, once again, no yearbook signings, y'all. This is getting embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing. It's I'm fucking embarrassing. Get a trash, embarrassing. Can. Get a trash, trash can? can. So, again, doomgenerationpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Write us an Apple review. If you send me a DM, y'all, I get a lot of DMs. If you want it to be something we read on the show, <laughs> you got to, like, specify... This is a yearbook signing. Wow. No, I mean, not I okay. get a lot of DMs. The show gets She's a lot like, of DMs. You guys, I get a lot of DMs. The <laughs> show gets a lot of DMs. But we ain't and, got like, shit to read. That's comments on photos. So, like, I could go through, like, the comments people left on photos we did all oh, week. But, like, that's then something I have to start collecting, like, every little tidbit you that. Them. Yes. So, yes, please let us know if it's something that's a yearbook signing and you want us to read it. And please let us know if it's something we did. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And stay tuned for Invasion of the Pod, people. And until next week. We'll talk at you next time. Later, Your source for offbeat news. Marauding monkeys bring fear to historic Indian tourist haven. These monkeys have gotten aggressive. Anytime you hold a package in their hand, they'll come up and they'll snatch it from you. Like gang members. Like, take your chain. Oh my god. Hot takes on sports. Drew Brees is a legend. How dare you? He is, but he's done. No, he's not. You pardoned him. He's coming (laughs) back. He wants to pardon Drew Brees. I want to throw him in prison. 
and deep dives into the paranormal. The uh, Loveland Frogman. At approximately 3.30 a.m., an unnamed businessman, uh, the most credible witness maybe you can find. <laughs> unnamed businessman. <laughs> I was just doing business when I saw a frogman. Join us every Monday and let's talk some bullshit. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite podcasting apps. Hello, I'm Kai Bobby, co-host of the Rotten Treasure Podcast, where I talk with my friend Jim O'Donnell and a special guest about movie franchises that arguably went on a little longer than they should have. Hey Jim, what movies do we review? Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Home Alone 3, Home Alone 4, Taking Back the House, wait, 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 wait. Home Jim, Alone, Jim, 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 Holiday we, Heist. We, re- we review more than just Home Alone movies. Tremors. Tremors 2, Aftershocks. Uh, do we have any guests? Do we have guests, Jim? Scott Campbell, Robert and Donnell from Watching It, Sarah Carter. Okay, uh, how do people find us on the internet, Jim? Follow us at Rotten underscore Treasure on Instagram, at Rotten Treasure on Twitter, Rotten Treasure okay, on right. Facebook. You know what, that, that's enough of your list. Um, so, folks, if you still want to find us, uh, you can listen to us on your preferred podcast app, uh, such as uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or podbean.com, Google Podcasts, Listen Notes, not SoundCloud.